Hello everyone and welcome to another wonderful episode of Stories About Fear, episode number 70. We have dreams come true when networks with Priscilla Shelf and networks is our goal for today because we have a very, very special wonderful lady with us, Priscilla Shelp, that has created networks. And since I read her biography on LinkedIn just a few hours ago, I really took the time to analyze everything, to look through her website. My mind went on holiday because let me tell you a bit about networks. It sources, pre-qualifies, and matches industry trailblazers and visionaries with exclusive business service, golf, yacht. Okay, great idea for a holiday, right? Automobile and arts clubs around the world with a network spanning national and European parliaments, diplomacy, the United Nations, foundations, venture capital, startups, research, and education, Priscilla gives people the chance to be at the right time meeting the right people. About my amazing guest today that I was so privileged to exchange a few ideas before about happiness, about life, about the trap of happiness, which, wow, what a deep thought. She is the CEO and founder of Networks, a lead generation platform for exclusive clubs around the world. And you know, Priscilla, as I was reading your biography, now I understand your amazing stories on Instagram, on TikTok. Welcome, Priscilla Shelp. What a great honor to have you with us today. How are you? I'm very well, Roxana, and actually when you introduced um, Networks and me, I had goosebumps, so next time I don't introduce myself, I will ask you to do it. That was um, touching in a way, so thanks, and I really enjoyed our conversation before, and uh, I'm looking forward, yeah, to exchanging more thoughts with you and hopefully, um, yeah, adding value to everyone that listens to us now. Wonderful. Thank you for being here. And since you are someone that enjoys networking, since you know the value of bringing people together, the value of connecting meaningful business relationships, can you please maybe start by telling us how it all began, all about networks and who is Priscilla Shelp? Okay, that are a lot of questions, so maybe you need to ask me some parts again. So, um, when you say that and introduce me that way, I feel very flattered, but actually, um, I'm not a natural. Um, so, when I was young, I was very introvert, very shy. Um, I was awkward around people. I was bullied in kindergarten and in school. And um, I've... I, I was very scared of rejection and I, I had for a long time, even until a few years ago, a very low self-confidence. And actually all these things like being shy, being introverted, is all not a problem for um, networking. And 
um, I, I feel like in society there's this, um, uh, yeah, this 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 how can I say this? Um, the perception is like you're born and you can you are good at it if you're an extrovert, and if you're an introvert you're not good at it, and that's not true. Uh, it's actually a skill like every other skill that you can learn, and I'm the best example of it. So um, I learned and I like through different ways, like I read articles like the top 10 ways how to connect with people and I would pick a point. I would practice it for a week or two weeks until I would be good at it and then I would take the next point. So it's like other people learning, I don't know, how to build a wardrobe or something. I approached it in the same way and I became really good at it. And um, I mean, obviously, I'm still an introvert. I'm still shy, but um, yeah, I, I learned how to do it. And I think what also is really important to have a healthy self-confidence. So I worked on that. That took me longer than my networking skills, actually. Um, so I want to encourage everyone that you can learn it. And it's like everyone can learn it. And um, I read a book, it's called Outliers recently. And apparently it's not about huge talent. Um, but what's really important that people that are an expert, like a expert, like a painter, like an artist, or a piano player, or programmer, that what they have in common that they spend ten thousand hours doing it. So the only thing you need to do to learn networking is like literally go out there and do it. And I think that's quite cool. It actually is. I love it. You know, I mostly do these days all sorts of lives on social media talking about fear and stress in business and one of the topics and that's why I was so excited when I hear you say about learning skills because we are not born with it. It's not Maybelline, right? <laughs> we are not born with it. No. We simply need to learn like it's writing, like it's a foreign language, like mathematics or biology or any other thing that we are interested in. Thank you for saying that. And since you mentioned skills, Priscilla, and you have such an amazing different type of business which brings people together, for someone that's maybe at the beginning of their journey as an entrepreneur, what would you say that the number one skill for them should be? What should they focus on? Uh, that was saying, like three things. I think the basis is you need to really, really, like the basis for everything in life, for uh personal life, like a successful personal life, um, professional life is self-confidence. You need to believe in yourself because if you don't do and you need that results and you need in constant validation and you're not being able to handle if something goes wrong, you questioning yourself and it literally eats you up from the inside and it makes you play ball. So uh, I give you an example, even until the beginnings of my startup, I was not that self-confident. And I actually wrote a book about it. It's called Becoming Your Super Self, where I kind of noted, like, it's like a book where I noted down the exercise that helped me to get where I am now. But um, so basically, for example, I, I had my business idea and every time I would tell a person about it or uh, would have a chat with an investor or incubator, I was so scared what people might say. And if they didn't like, and actually a lot of people, because it's very new, thought like, 
I, I like one person told me it's the most um, um, unnecessary idea they ever heard. <laughs> Uh, for example, and uh, it would literally tear me apart because I would take it personal, I would question myself, I would question my idea. And um, since I have become more confident, I know I'm good. I know I, you know, I have ADHD. I, I made a lot of like tiny mistakes, and like in big four companies, they literally they didn't appreciate it. So, um, but by knowing myself that I'm good, I'm a good person. I'm I'm really good at the things I do. Uh, I um, my idea is good, and like really starting believing in myself, it makes you very independent of the feedback of other people, and makes you independent of how things go because you know it's just temporary. But you know it will, you will be fine. Like you are good, and it does not make you question you every time. Because the thing is, if you don't have that, your emotional state goes like. It's like a like a it's like a total roller coaster and it it destroys you like especially as a founder um, it's like I, I I felt that it's like if I can't manage my emotions better and the basis for that is actually becoming more self confident results in that managing the emotions better because you aren't triggered all the time uh, it 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 literally you can't do it you need to go back to being an employee and um, yeah, so I think that's the biggest foundation. The other thing is you need to build up a network. And a network yeah. is not like a lamp that you can switch on or off. So you need to build up a network. And at the beginning, it might grow slowly, but the effects will be exponential. So I'm currently, I built my network up and it's like, and, and building up a network doesn't mean using other people, but giving first, generally being interested in people. And build, start building up, like literally from this moment now that you hear it, start doing it. So especially, for example, if you're a founder and you want to raise investment, you don't start approaching investors when you need investment. You're building up contacts to them. You're building up trust. You're seeing how you can help them. And at some point, if you need their help, they will also help you. But uh, that's that's literally... And especially like nowadays, it's much harder to get investment because you know economy and people are more risk averse and the Silicon Valley, uh, Silicon Valley Bank and all these things. And so this means that many of you that are founders or want to be become founders will be bootstrapping. This means you don't have a big marketing budget. That means you will need to use social media. You will need to leverage partnerships and actually I bootstrap my company until now for the last two years and I wouldn't be here if I wouldn't have you know build up my reputation on LinkedIn and would you know uh, have build up my tribe and my network and that that didn't happen by me going out there using people but really you know building genuine connections and always like it's literally one tribe that we all support each other and, and ideal and that's why I have networks the whole world looks like it because competition in most cases is just in our head it's it's you know the future will be about collaboration co-creation about tribes about communities and literally this competition thought it just comes from scarcity and it comes from lack of self-confidence and this causes 
jealousy, insecurities, and all these things. And that's why I say the root cause of most bad in the world is like a bad ego. And I don't want to, <laughs> I, want, I don't want to hint to certain politicians, but I think you know what I mean. So yeah. Wow. You said so many wisdom bombs that my mind was, wow, I have so many questions to ask you. We only have around half an hour, which is not fair because we definitely need to have another talk, Priscilla. This is amazing what you just said about the things that other people tell you. Everything is temporary and it just makes so much sense to what we discussed before when you said that you just cannot rely on other things to make you happy because it's the happiness trap. It's when you think of the gap between you being happy when you have that certain thing, the business, the income, whatever it is, it's destroying you, as you said, because you're never present. You're always tormenting yourself. How can I get there? I'm not there yet. I'm hustling for two years, for three years. By the way, Priscilla, how long it took you to build such a beautiful network? What is the story around networks? Oh, yeah, so I was, uh, so actually as a kid, I sprinted <laughs> and it didn't help as a kid, I tell you. Uh, I had done a surgery at a certain age and I, you know, I was not the most popular kid. I was very introvert, but I realized that like in kindergarten, I was like always artsy, um, living in my own world. But like at latest, when you go to school, you realize you can't escape reality, right? So, and uh, I didn't like the position I was at. And then I, I, I wanted to learn, you know, what makes people like other people? How do people interact? How do you build successful friendships or relationships? And I, I kind of learned that. And... um. I think what was a very helpful and um, I I always had this approach that people like okay I was going then to school in Germany uh, and everyone was complaining about politics about the weather and I thought okay guys you can't complain that won't change anything so do something so that is one thing I can recommend you if you're going into an active position out of your victim mindset you will have a it will increase your happiness because you feel you are um, you're on track, but you haven't. You you are in control. You can do something. Um, and what happened? I went into politics. I was uh, with 17 years in the political trainee program of the leading party in the country, and then I realized I can't really change things as much as I want. And I did all kind of other voluntary work. And because of that, I got then um, um, a junior management award from one of the leading business clubs where all the owner families of big family businesses sit in and that was the beginning for that was my first club because like my family is like a normal family we are not like rich or influential or connected like nothing my parents are nice people but yeah and um, then I went into risk and crisis management to make the world better and moved across the world and I always found other clubs and actually the the voluntary work where you connect with people that care about more than just themselves was really nice. You know, that's a good indicator. And also in the clubs, uh, I, I would meet so many interesting people that are so ahead of uh, so ahead of me from different areas. 
And I think the important thing, a lot of people think about connections, very transactional. You know, I'm giving something, I'm expecting something back from the person. That's a transaction. But that's not how it works. But in the end, like you are meeting all these people and at some point you are meeting them the first time. And that point of time, you don't know what will happen, how the relationship will develop. Maybe you're not becoming friends with a person, but this person recommends you to someone else. And this person recommends you to someone else and you get a job. Or so you, it's like, do you know this surprise eggs or kinder eggs? And there's a, like this a chocolate egg with a toy inside. And basically every person you meet is like this surprise egg. You have no idea what comes out of it. You meet other people through it. And this way you give your life um, the opportunity to surprise you and to make your life awesome. So the more people you meet and the more you go out there, try to get to know them, try to make their life better, the more comes back. And it usually doesn't come back like from the person you gave something to, but from somewhere. And it's really amazing because it makes you, the more you do that, the more amazing your life gets, the more amazing people you attract. And that's why I am most grateful for the amazing people I have around me or, for example, that we met. And it starts happening more and more to you. And it's just, it makes you believe and it makes you keep your faith that life is good and that people are good and that you can change something and that people support each other. And I'm nearly having tears in my eyes, but it really... It's like if you, you, you know, yeah, it makes you really grateful. And uh, I think the one thing is also is like be grateful for what you have. Focus on the good people and um, ignore the rest. Like a lot of people get hung up focusing on all the people that annoy them or on stuff that they don't like. And then just, you know, let it go. You don't need to. So the thing is. People around you are like a family of choice. You can choose them. And you can also choose to let them go. I think the one of the biggest keys to a good social surrounding is choosing the right people. And if you, I mean, I don't say ditch someone um, immediately, but if you feel someone's not good for you, spend less time with them, see them less frequently. You know, Because the thing is, my, you know, I have a big heart and I have, like, you know, I was with friends, they were always miserable. It doesn't matter how many good things happen. And the truth is you can't save anyone. And that was a really hard lesson that took me a long time. But the likelihood that someone pulls you down is much higher than you can, can pull them up. You can just pull them up if they want, but they need to make this inner decision that they don't want to be miserable again. So generally stick around people that, you know, are kind, that have a good heart, that won't have an impact, that does, don't just think about themselves and see the good in the world, see the good in people, that, you know, collaborate. And, um, yeah, I think that's, I think, the biggest, one of the biggest, um, um, yeah, secrets, not really secrets, but uh, ways to, to, to uh, have a good life, you know? Wow. Listening to you, Priscilla, just makes me so grateful that you are here with us today. This is so beautiful and it got me emotional as well. And I have to thank you for being so vulnerable and so open. And as I'm learning more about your wonderful mission, 
Now it makes sense why you have that beautiful motto on your website for a bright future. It just sounds so good. Because you just cannot be alone in this world. And it, as you explained it, it makes all the sense because the quality of your life, and even Tony Robbins says that, right, is the quality of your relationships. So invest in the people that you have around you. Give, give, and offer. And I truly enjoyed what you said before we started our talk. And now I realize so many wisdom bombs before we even started the episode. Next time, I just need to remember to record (laughs) everything (laughs) since we say hi until the very end, because you said something so beautiful that you want to offer value, you want to help, you want to give. And indeed, it just makes you have hope for humanity and for the future that we are building for us and for our children as well. And since you mentioned emotions and being emotional, I wanted to ask you, what is your journey around fear? Have you learned anything from your fears? How do you see it? Okay, you're lucky because I'm one of the most uh, I'm scared all the time of things. Like it's just like uh, my mom is like that. I'm like that, and so I never thought I would become a founder. That's why I was in risk and crisis management because I can see everything that goes wrong. And it's really good in the job, but in life, it's really um, sometimes annoying if you anticipate everything that can go wrong, and then you are like less likely to take risks but the truth is like you have to uh to to get somewhere and i think um what i learned um i think you need to learn to distinguish between you are scared because you are seeing the risk and if it materializes then the impact is bad right it's like some worst case scenario or is it your intuition, right? And uh, the thing is, I learned, I thought, like, when I was young and not that I thought I'm really smart, I thought, oh, you know, I'm all these people that are emotional, I'm a rational thinker, I'm just making rational decisions, uh, the biggest bullshit ever, because every time I had a bad feeling about something, it like, I was like, like, um, yeah, it basically life punched me in my face. And I learned from it, so I'm now I'm listening to intuition. And like sometimes people tell me, okay, I lost my intuition. You cannot lose your intuition. It's more you're maybe not that used to relying on it anymore. So the thing is, if you feel anything, you feel good about something or bad about it, just follow that feeling and make the decision accordingly. And by doing that, you will retrain listening to that feeling. And the other thing I had to learn, actually not that long ago, that having this gut feel is not an indication. Having this gut feel is proof. You don't need additional proof. If you have a bad feeling about something, you don't need additional proof. That's proof enough. And that means trusting yourself. And trusting yourself and feeling that, okay, I have a bad feeling about it. I didn't do it and that was correct. Or I had a good feeling about it. And I did it and it was good. 
uh, helps you also with self-confidence and like trusting your inner compass and your uh, intuition and your instincts and that's something i can highly recommend wow we do forget priscilla you are so right we do forget to use the gifts that we have inside of us because we truly have everything inside of us as much as life sometimes happens and we do get scared and everyone gets scared i think it's the most natural thing in the world right because fear also has such a great role in keeping us alive and safe but it's really important yeah. to know that it's all here it's it as you said it's not lost <laughs> it's just we put other things on top and we just need to learn how to prioritize the best things that can truly give us the support that we need. And oh my God, thank you for sharing this. This is amazing. It's, it really reminds me to homecoming. We need to basically come home to us, return to us, to the power that we have inside of us. And I'm yeah. curious, Priscilla, what would you say that inspires you the most in the world? What keeps you going every single day? Because I see how busy you are. Okay, I have, um, I, I don't know, I think it was a question that someone asked me uh, uh, quite some time ago. And someone asked me, okay, if you're gone, what, what do you want to um leave like what 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 impact like what what is your legacy better basically and um and i have regularly this um like short sequence in my head where i am basically seeing myself at my funeral and people standing around and that made me makes me think about okay the my the impact I want to have and it is that I want that when I'm not there anymore that the people were grateful that they met me not because of me but because I gave them hope because um it's, I have to cry every time when I say that but um I don't want anyone in the world to feel alone and I want to show everyone I meet in life that um, they are they are important and they are you know I want to make them feel they matter and they can achieve everything they want and that I accept them and they that I respect them and they are lovable and they deserve love and that's yeah that's so dear to my heart because I think every one of us knows like bad bosses or colleagues that literally ruin your life right like if you have one toxic person around you it can really destroy your hope it can really you know it, 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 it can really get to you and then you also meet people just by the way they smile at you or you talk to them 10 minutes and it gives you it restores your faith in the good in people and that life is good and you know we all think every one of us has an impact if we want or not 
if we get out of the house and we are passing by a person, if we are in the coffee shop talking to the person, if we are, I don't know, working with people or spouse or like literally we are interacting all the time and a lot of us are not aware that we can make or break someone's day or month or year. So we are responsible for our reaction and we can use that. It's, I mean, it's, it's really powerful to, you know, to be good and be kind and make people feel loved or we can use it to destroy it. And I, I, I think it's such a beautiful, um, thing to be aware of it and what power and impact we have just by being you know just by being kind mm, just by you know showing respect that that is what drives me yeah wow thank you for being so op- so open and so vulnerable because yeah it got me emotional as well and Thank you for that. <laughs> now we are both crying. Yes, I I appreciate that because these are um, good tears, <laughs> tears of happiness. <laughs> yes, yeah. for sure. Thank you for this amazing reminder. What a beautiful life we can have when we go about our day and think. I can make someone's day or I can break someone's day. This is really powerful and it gets me to, you know, question certain things as well. So I appreciate that so much. (laughs) Oh my God. I am um, grateful for our talk and grateful that, you know, our makeup still looks good. (laughs) Yeah, I thought so as well. It's like so, so, so Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, one, one thing that because your podcast is about fear, right? And I figured out um, fear often comes if you are very busy thinking about yourself and you're concerned with your own stuff. Yes. But really it helps you if you have a mission that drives you and because you, 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 the more you think about other people and about like bigger things, uh, the less you feel your fears and if for example if I feel like I am getting more worried and more concerned about things it's usually because I'm either more focused on my ego (laughs) just being honest and uh, what people think and how does it look and so on or if I start thinking small and then it's good to pull out again and go literally on this bird eye thing where you zoom out and then you see why am I doing it? And it's like it's important that you don't do things for you, but you have like this this big vision. And basically, this literally kills your fears. Wow, I so resonate with this. You know, Priscilla, as a fear specialist, I talk a lot about conquering the fear of speaking in front of audiences, in front of colleagues, and at work, in front of people that need to hear your message and you are so right 100% agreeing on this when you put focus on you it's done you have you're you're nervous right you have all these emotions I'm not good enough I don't look good my hair my makeup my clothes but when you focus on delivering the message on helping on your audience wow it all goes away when you just want to help Thank you for mentioning this. This is something that we need to 
consider on a regular. I mean, we just cannot be letting our egos be in control. And it sometimes happens. <laughs> As you said, it's all work yeah. in progress, right? It's normal. And actually, it's also the main thing with networking as well. So, I, I mean, most people are not natural and they, you know, like me as well and are scared of being rejected. I think that's one of the biggest fears. And that happens because you, then you start worrying about what do other people think of me. Or also people are scared of building a reputation on social media, even though it's really important because they are bootstrapping their business and they are too scared because they think, oh, I post something and what if someone doesn't like it? And the thing is, if you switch your focus to the other person, like, being generally interested in getting to know them, figuring out where they want to go, really figuring out how can I help the person on that way. Or for example, social media, think about how does what I know and the lessons I learned in life, like um, how does it help people? Then you stop worrying automatically. And if you go back to worrying, you know, oh, I'm thinking about me again. So this is a good indicator that, you know, it's like a, warning lamp if you're getting scared or worried then okay i'm busy with myself again <laughs> so, wow yeah. this is really amazing priscilla i'm loving this metaphor and it kind of you know it sums up what happens inside of us when we are scared i'm scared i'm stressed i'm anxious okay a step back it's just too much of me let me take me out of the focus and focus on the people around. This is beautiful, Priscilla. What an unbelievable and inspiring talk today. And I have got to thank you for making me cry because I just had a breakthrough. I just realized how important it is to not let ego rule our day this was major and this is something that i'm truly working on a lot right now it's like my number one priority so i have got to thank you for being here with us priscilla we need to do a second episode together it's it's necessary because we have so much to talk and before you go my dear can you please tell us where can people get in touch with you where can they sign up for networks please tell us all about your socials your website everything because i know that everyone will want to get a chance to have at least a coffee with you or a virtual coffee yeah, I am always happy to meet interesting people, and so um, it's my pleasure to connect with you. Um, so the, the best thing to get in contact with me is my LinkedIn. So you find me uh, under Dr. Priscilla Shelf, but you can you will write it also in there, right, Roxana? Yes, like definitely. So and um, yeah, you can sign up for Network X. Um, so it's uh, www.networks.app. But it's better you write the link so that the people can just copy and you can sign up for free. Uh, so if you're interested in joining exclusive clubs, so my platform itself currently isn't, doesn't cost any money for you. So you, you can sign up and um, otherwise I also published a book that helps with, you know, um, I mentioned it, become your super self to um, 
yeah, become self-confident and build a good connection with yourself because that's the basis basically to um, build proper connections to other people. So if you want, I can share uh, with you the PDF for free so, so your audience, yes. um, you know, can, can read it. And um, yeah, otherwise I have Instagram and TikTok as well. But uh, yeah, LinkedIn is like my main home turf kind of. Um, yeah. Wow, thank you so much, Priscilla. Definitely, we are going to have every detail of yours listed in the description of our YouTube video and on Spotify as well. My fearless friends, have a talk with Priscilla. I was really privileged to be in her amazing energy and her wonderful company today. What an honor, Priscilla. Thank you so much and I look forward to being in your amazing club and to see what more amazing things you create next. Thank you so much for today. Thank you a lot for having me, Roxanne. And I think what you do is really important because we all start somewhere and we are all we are all scared of many things and in different ways. And I think it's like we are all needing to grow and to learn to, you know, love yourself, love others. And, and I mean it's Every one of us is scared and to understand that, like, I think most of us feel scared and feel alone. We think we are the only ones. We are somehow damaged or that's not normal. And literally everyone has it and everyone feels alone with it. And I think the more we speak about it and the more we are being understanding and just accepting and loving, the easier and the better it is. And that's why I thank you. Wow. What a beautiful ending. Thank you for all the inspiration, my dear. 